get ready to power start your day with wealth, lifestyle, and leadership coach Nicola Smith-Jackson. Tune in each Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Eastern for your daily dose of motivation and business education to help you build big business and be successful. And now, here's Nicola. Morning, family, and welcome to Power Start Your Day. It's Pink Millionaire Nicole Smith Jackson. We're going to reawaken your spirit this morning, resuscitate your passion, renew your mind, so you can recommit to the plan that God has for you, and that's for you to build the big business. We're here coaching you every Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you have not done this already, go ahead, share the call with you uh, others, and they can dial in the 602-753-1848 or listen online with their smart device, iPad, tablet, PC, or Mac at blogtalkradio.com or slash success with Nicola. We're about to wrap up. How to uh, step up and step out of your comfort zone. I dared you to do so. Hopefully, you started doing things that you've never done before so that you can experience things in life that you've always wanted. Now, I can tell you right now, no way uh, that I would ever tell you that money can buy you happiness. But I can tell you one thing. When you don't have money, there are so many adverse effects on your life. There's so many things that you can't do or you don't have access to. And as long as we know that these are things that we're choosing, then there is hope for a brighter future. Our scripture is going to be coming out of Proverbs 14, 23. And we're also uh, going to talk on uh, nine, John 9 and 4. Proverbs, Proverbs 14, 23, John 9 and 4, we got to go to the Lord because I think that many people are unaware that if you are struggling today and if you don't step up and step out, what will your tomorrow look like? You got to pray. Father God, we come before you. We honor you on today because today is a day that you've made and we're glad and we're joyous. We're here again in the land of the living. Holy Spirit, help us. Help us on this day. As your servant decrease, may you increase like never before. Give us clear and sound mind as to our direction of our life, including answering the question, is it important for you, God, that we are successful here, not only spiritually, mentally, and emotionally, but also financially. This is an area, dear Lord, that is overlooked or handled in so many different ways other than what you've written in your words. Give us clear instruction. Allow this to be a wake-up call for those who are sleepwalking. We know the times are drawing near, at least closer for you to come back. But there were some things that you told us to do in the meantime. Let us be quickened in our heart and our spirit, even in our actions, to do what's required so that we can live that abundant life that Jesus died for. We honor you and bless you and seal this prayer with the blood of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. I want us to open up to Proverbs 14.23, and I'm 
read out an English Standard Version on this morning. And I want you to that it says, you know, in all toil there's profit, but mere talk tends only to poverty. So so often we bring scriptures, the holy word of God that's given us instruction as to what we should be doing while we're here. I want us to go also to John 9 and 4. It says, we must work the works of him who sent me while it's day. Night is coming when no one can work. Now, what happens in between us saying, okay, but if you don't, your pay is poverty. And then he says, look, you got to work while it's day. Put the work in now because it's going to be a time when there'll be no work. But before God comes or before everything, whether it's the rapture, there's going to have to be a friend that, my and I were talking, I said, there's going to have to be a rival, a turn back to God in his ways, whether people like it or not. And I don't want you listening to this podcast to still be confused as to why should you even work harder now and smarter now while you have the opportunity to do so. Because I don't think it's just going to be a total just, hey, everybody is just going to go to heaven. There's got to be some challenges beforehand, and we're actually experiencing some of them now. But God has still given us time, opportunity. And believers should be taking advantage of those opportunities. Because he also talked about a transfer of wealth to his people, his righteous people, people are operating within the rights. Now, I'm just going to give you a pen because I'm going to give you 1 Timothy 5 and 8, and I'm going to bring it in after I read some statistics. Because this is something that says, talking about by age 75, what would your life look like by age 75? Well, for some people, they might say, I have a lot of time, because there's so many people that listen to this podcast. and, And so age 75 might seem like, 50 years from now, there might be some people who say, well, it's 35 years from now. And there are some people who might say it's only 20 years or even a few years away. Now, there's some statistics in America that talks about what happens when people meet retirement age. And by the way, this is the retirement age that our government or whoever put in place. But we're in an industry that we can decide our retirement age. I had written to retire by age 50 with a certain amount of money, and I was able to say I could have been done at 45. Now, There's a joy when you know that you're not only working for wages or just to keep up with your own expenses, 
because I'm going to bring that to First Timothy 5 and 8, and I want to share with you before then that the statistic says <laughs> when you retire, you should retire with around 80%. So this means, now this is the example when I looked this up that was used. This means if you make $100,000 annually at retirement, that you need to at least have $80,000 a year for however many years you feel you're going to be out of the workforce. So what this means is this. First and foremost, if you're listening, how many of you all have been able to earn $100,000 annually for at least five years now. Okay, well, just don't be afraid. Just identify how far away are you from $100,000 a year. Because the first year you earn $100,000 or even the second year you earn $100,000 is not going to be as stable as if you're doing that for many years because the first time when you start doing that, it's going to be very common, I don't say normal, but very common that you might do things with money that might not be the smartest things with money because it's your first time. It's like, hey, it's my birthday, right? So what I need you to think about, though, is to say that by the time you retire, let's say if you retire at 75 and you expect to at least live to your 85, that after you retire, you at least expect to live 10 more years. And if you were earning $100,000, they're saying you at least are going to need $800,000, 80% of that income somewhere to live off of. But in our country, especially, many people are retiring. They're working for so many years and retiring off of about 30%. of their annual income, which means that five years in or sometimes even two or three years in, if they don't adjust or prepare, their lifestyle is like a demotion versus it being, wow, I've worked all my life and I can now enjoy the fruits of my labor. This is one of the reasons why I am grateful God has given me the information where I share it freely and including, you know, inside of coaching programs and things like that about the importance of being fiscally smart, being smarter with money and work harder so you can have more money to be smart with. Now, it's one thing about, okay, You want promotions, you want to do well, and you want to make it rain, and you want to, but I've shared with you that I will see some people put their retirement money in depreciating assets. I'm not going to go deep here. Forgetting that, there's something else. 1 Timothy 5 and 8 says, but if anyone does not provide for his relatives, and especially for members of his household, he has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. So not only is the word 
saying that we need to work while it's day. Not only did the word also tell us that leave an inheritance for our children's children, it's saying we have to work because we may have to have more than enough for someone in our family who may not have more than enough. Now, is this the case? In this day and time, how many of us have relatives, elderly relatives or widows, or even sometimes moms in our family that we might say, you know what, we can help them out from time to time. Alone. Sometimes it might be, you know, we got to buy grandma medication, or sometimes it might be we got to pitch in and, and, and purchase an upgrade, something like that. I don't know what it is. The problem, what I am sharing, is that I believe that there's a huge overlooked situation regarding why you should plan your days to be productive and why you need to earn more money now. There's another statistic that says this. Americans right now, when I gave you that number, Charles Schwab, he says that they reported that they're going to need at least $1.7 million on average to retire. But most people are not saving putting enough away every year towards that goal because they're consuming the money. They're spending rather than investing the money. Or worse, they're not even earning enough money to do so. Now, what I, why I'm talking about this very openly I've known these type of statistics for a while. I've been in a few industries that required me to learn about it. And when I first, the first industry was in the real estate industry, and it started off with me wanting to invest in real estate. And when I began to understand, and many people just want to buy their first home, right? That's the dream. I want my first home. And when they're looking at that and they're saying, okay, I want my first home, and then now someone is looking at your finances for the first time, and you haven't even looked at them. And they start talking about things like credit scores. They start talking about things like debt-to-income ratios, meaning how much income do you earn and how many bills do you have to show can you afford this home. Many people run short there. So if you're unable to afford a home now with the right debt-to-income ratios, more than likely you're not saving for a rainy day. And then more than likely you're not saving for a retirement because you get rainy days before you get to retirement. My thing with you is why I'm sharing this on today because it's so much about we are infinitely grateful for the information that, that motivates us and, and it entertains us. But sometimes you just got to get educated and get the real deal of knowing where are you really in setting yourself up for a life that will be comfortable. 
Now, we get the right to be comfortable after we've worked more than half of our lives. But if you want to be comfortable now, the next half of your life is going to be uncomfortable. Financially now, as years go on, if you don't do something different, it's going to get more uncomfortable. Because remember, these statistics that I'm sharing, many of the people around you are not even listening to this, or many of the people around you, this may not even be a priority. So that means they're going to be uncomfortable too. So who's going to assist you? Now, while we sometimes get in our feelings and we don't like the business, we don't like to do this, we don't like to do that, there's going to be a time where all the dust settles. The people who were only in your life for a reason or a season will be gone. And then there's going to be people in your life for a lifetime. But what the statistics say is that that is very slim to none as well. Look at this. The next statistic that I want to give to you, and the reason why I'm sharing this is because I was up 3 a.m. praying, worshiping, fall asleep to even sermons, and then I started downloading this. And it had nothing to do with any of the sermons that I listened to. So I said, oh, this must be what you want me to talk about. That's 27% of people who are 60 or older will be living alone without their families. If you don't have a spouse, a life to saying that, not just because the families don't want your elderly parents or grandparents to live with them. They're saying that this is the way that we roll in certain parts of the world. Some of them is that their parents are independent. They don't want to live with their children. But the finances says otherwise. Now, we can't go backwards. Because we talked about how we're, many a time, our fear of picking up the phone to do your follow-ups, our fear of having conversations with people to continue to grow your business, the fear of rejection, all these fears that you might be experiencing now that were derived in your past is creating your future if you don't step up and step out of your comfort zone. When you get to an age where working harder is just not as possible as it is now. When was the last time you took a real look at what would that look like for you? And if you have people around you that you love, parents, grandparents, who raged you, whatever, whoever it was, people, what will you have to contribute to even reciprocate what they've sold into your life? There's certain parts of the world where the parents aren't living with the children because the parents are broke. The parents set the stage and they have inheritances, dynasties, long money, 
It's just that family is a core value of their culture. But let's look at where we are now. It's public knowledge that there are people that break families up. There are people that don't value family. But what everyone is forgetting is that time keeps ticking regardless. And if you don't look at it now, voluntarily, you'll be forced to have a look at it later. And you may or may not have time to correct it. I know you're like, this is heavy, Nicola. You, I'm not here to mess up your group or anything. I'm here to encourage you that you literally have opportunities available now. While many people are saying the economy is down, the economy is shifting. Employers are changing the way and changing their budgets around employees. Yes, budget. And so entrepreneurship is on the rise of all sorts. Some people are going into entrepreneurship ventures that they've always wanted to without even the real information on what are their chances of really being successful in some other opportunities. I want you to do the homework and understand that even no matter what occupation you come from, when you get 75, if you have a home, they still want the mortgage. They're going to still want the utilities. Think about that. If you're one listening and you have any challenges financially, And you have the ability to work. Don't disable yourself. Your goals and promotions, those are just short-term term opportunities so you can be more comfortable long-term. If you're in the network marketing space, it just so happened to be an industry that can allow ordinary people to create extraordinary success stories. But sometimes we get lost in what the success is for. I want you for a moment on today to plan a super productive day mentally, emotionally, as we've been discussing, where you plan what your next five years need to look like. If you do that, it will change even what you're doing with your money now. You understand that today can look very different than tomorrow. And the good news is it can go either way you decide. Make a decision today that you're stepping up and stepping out. No longer are we just going to be ignorance on fire, fools with money, uneducated about the real statistics out here. 
It was startling to me when I looked and it says, let's say you earn $100,000 a year when only 5%, 95% of the population do not earn that type of money. And that's where they started as to how much money do you need to retire. It's almost as if there's already been a preset future for a certain group of people. I'm not talking white, black. You have the opportunity in free enterprise to defy those ads and put yourself where you belong in those stats. Let's make today productive. I know it was a different. Oh, I know it was a, ooh, this was a good power start show day. You may or may not be saying it. But for God to have this on my mind, 3 a.m. in the morning for you, it might be one of the best episodes ever. Go back and listen to it. Plan productive days. Step up. And out of your comfort zone so it can be greater later. I love you.